Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Giles Snyder. President Biden is condemning the fatal police beating of Tyree Nichols in Memphis. He released a statement after the city released video of the beating, saying people will be justifiably outraged. There were largely peaceful protests around the country last night. In Memphis, demonstrators blocked a busy interstate bridge that carries traffic over the Mississippi River. NPR's Debbie Elliott reports on the video's release last night and the protests that followed. The videos show officers aggressively pulling Tyree Nichols from his car, using pepper spray and a taser to subdue him. Later, officers beat and kicked him after he tried to escape. Nichols' family had asked for peaceful protest, and the community appears to have honored the request. The most disruptive protest started at a downtown park just before the videos came out. Black Lives Matter organizer Amber Sherman. I'm not waiting for the video to drop. I know what happened. Tyree was murdered. The protesters marched to the I-55 bridge over the Mississippi River between Memphis and West Memphis, Arkansas, blocking traffic for hours. Debbie Elliott, NPR News, Memphis. There were demonstrations in multiple other cities, including New York, Los Angeles, Portland, Oregon, and Washington, D.C. A recording of the man facing attempted murder charges for attacking former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband has also been released. He told police that he broke into the Pelosi home to hold the Speaker hostage. From member station KQED, Maurice Lagos reports. Audio and video of the October attack on Paul Pelosi were released by a court after media organizations filed a motion. David DePap is facing federal and state charges for breaking into the home and hitting Pelosi over the head with a hammer. In a recording, DePap admits to police that he hit Pelosi with the hammer when officers arrived. He thinks that I'll just surrender. And it's like, I didn't come there to surrender. And I told him that I will go through him. And so I basically yanked it away from him and hit him. DePap also told police if Nancy Pelosi had been home, his plan was to, quote, kneecap her if she lied to him. For NPR News, I'm Marisa Lagos in San Francisco. Vice President Kamala Harris says access to clean water is a right. I think we would all agree there is nothing about this that should be considered a luxury or an option. It is essential to the sustenance of life and the well-being of all of the people on our planet. The vice president speaking at a White House summit on speeding up the removal of lead pipes across the country. She hosted the summit following water crises in places like Flint, Michigan and Jackson, Mississippi. The Biden administration has devoted $15 billion to the goal of removing every lead pipe in the country within 10 years. This is NPR. There's been another shooting in East Jerusalem. Police say a 13-year-old Palestinian boy opened fire near the historic Old City, wounding a father and son. Police say they shot and wounded the 13-year-old. This latest shooting comes after seven Israelis were killed and three others wounded Friday outside a synagogue in East Jerusalem. That attack was the deadliest against Israeli in years. A judge has ordered the removal of a Confederate monument from a predominantly black city in Alabama. Cody Short member station WBHM reports the United Daughters of the Confederacy has 60 days to remove the statue from downtown Tuskegee. The monument sits in a park that was originally designated for whites only when the statue was erected in 1906, even though Tuskegee's population was over 80 percent black at the time. Local lawmakers claim that the park should have never been given to the United Daughters of the Confederacy. It should have been given back to the county after decades of the monument being defaced. 
The judge's order to remove it comes after Macon County and some residents sued the Confederate Heritage Group. An attorney for the Tuskegee chapter says the group owns the park legally and wants the monument to remain. For NPR News, I'm Cody Short in Birmingham. A January 6th rioter has been sentenced to six years in prison. Julian Cater of Somerset, New Jersey, pleaded guilty last September to two felony counts of assaulting, resisting, or impeding officers with a dangerous weapon. He admitted to using pepper spray against Capitol Police Officer Brian Sicknick, who died the day after the attack. I'm Giles Snyder. This is NPR News from Washington.